In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The CIA secretly funded the medical experiments through a front in New York City called, of all things, the Society for the Protection of Human Ecology. There's a lot of misinformation, disinformation, and outright lies. We have some problems over here right now. We might have a hijack over here, too. This is a conspiracy indoctrination program. Co-Induct-Pro. In this broadcast, we will be examining the strange, deranged, unexplained, and unsolved. Some topics will be rooted in conspiracy, others shrouded in mystery. Connections will be made and agendas exposed. So prepare your mind, because the indoctrination begins now. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome. Yo. Still going hard at it. Coindoc Pro Episode 6. Haven't been canceled yet. Is it 6 already? Uh, yeah. God six. Damn. Some shit. Yeah. Well, this uh, episode is brought to you by Minute Maid Apple Juice. Keep your mouth lubed up. Don't sound like a chump on your podcast. <laughs> We're going to give Jake's little theory here out uh, a test run tonight. I'm drinking That's what juice. I learned. That's what I learned. But this guy's a prof- I'm not, I'm professional. Not saying, I'm not saying that it's true, but... We've got three bottles of apple juice out here, and I'm the only one partaking. So the only person not going to sound like a chump tonight <laughs> is me. I sound like a chump every time, so it's fine. Yeah. Apple juice ain't going to do shit yeah. for this. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be super famous after this because I'm going to invent the lisp, lisp filter. Because <laughs> we got pop filters on our mics for the plosions and the P's and the B's. Proximity effect. Yep. So I'm going to come up with the uh, lisp filter. That's a good idea. There should be one out there. Maybe like just a you cardboard should, box over my head. Just try to attach that other piece behind that one. Yeah. Double See, it up. Yeah. We had some microphone issues tonight. My uh, normal mic that's super badass was not being badass tonight. We were having some humming and feedback, and or it was just hums. It was, it was some hums. It was just hums, but we don't want to expose you guys to any kind of shoddy production. Because this, this is, is this is a professional um, environment. podcast. We yeah. are still at the pool table. High dollar fucking operation. Yeah. We're at the pool we put table. a lot of money in yep. this. We have a box of beef sticks out. Hopefully you ate more than one so your stomach <laughs> doesn't come to life. I ate dinner before this one, so... So hungry. <laughs> so anyway, um, a couple weird things happened the last couple weeks. I don't know if you guys noticed. Did you been paying attention to what uh, Joey B's been saying in the... Some of his press like conferences. The, we need the shit. Yeah, he's, like one of them he said that basically, you know, the United States needs to be the new world order and we need to lead the new world order in one, in one of his speeches. And then he follows it up with the, you know, this guy Putin cannot be left in power. Like, do you ever sit there and wonder, did... Is that like a slip of the tongue or is he like the three-year-old that's parroting what the parents are saying? Are people running around behind the scenes saying that stuff and he's like, you know, just blurts it out like a three-year-old kid? Mm-hmm. Well, that's why they freaking censor. I mean, did, did you ever see the one when he was here? Yeah. Giving that speech and then they yeah. just, when he starts rambling and then they just fucking, oh, we're having... Technical difficulty, uh, and then never came back. Yeah, but we, yeah, we watched it. Yeah, and we we're just like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, it just makes me wonder. You know, I had a friend. I have a friend, and uh, we went to we went to eat with him, and he had at the time his son was I don't know six, maybe five or six or around there, and he's in the parroting phase, and. uh 
one of my other friend's wives asked him, hey, what's, what's your middle name? And he goes, I don't have a middle name. She's like, well, what do your parents call you when they're mad at you? And he like looks around and he goes, dumbass. <laughs> Started dying, dude. <laughs> parents are looking at each other like, do you call him dumbass? I don't call him dumbass. Like, uh, we're not, we're, we're not kid beaters. Yeah, we don't we do that. We totally don't do that. <laughs> yeah. So that's just, I, that popped in my head when you know, Joey B said a couple of those things. I was just kind of like. Is he pulling the three-year-old kid or is he, you know, just actually, because they're saying, well, he's just speaking from the heart. The media is saying, he's speaking from the heart. And I'm just like, well, we had another president that was speaking from the heart and you guys didn't like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, you guys got anything to add did, before we get started? Did you see the uh, thing this week about um, that like red spot in the sky? They no. saw it. You didn't see that? Mm-mm. Just suspended, you know, in the air. It's like a kind of look like uh, the Eye of Sauron, kind of. The, oh, really? The, it's kind of like, like this. Angular? Shape. Yeah. And uh, it was seen like, like in a bunch of like multiple locations. And then they, they said, oh, that was just a flare. But, well, they saw it like 2,000 miles yeah. somewhere else. That happened a couple of weeks ago. They saw something in Texas, something over in like Ukraine, Russia. Remember? Yeah, and then they, yeah, yeah, in and, Russia. And, and then, then I thought somebody saw it here too, because it was going all over next door, and people were talking about seeing some hmm. some weird flash of light that was out uh, northeast. But it was like yeah. suspended. Yeah, it was something for, weird like for that a time, and it was like people. Oh, well, that's just a flare. Like, well, you wouldn't see a flare like that across this span kind of like the phoenix lights same kind of thing but yeah it makes me wonder like they getting all geared up for blue beam or something Mm -hmm. you know i don't know they don't even need blue beam now because they got deep fake they can just do any of that shit that deep fake stuff is scary man yeah i've seen some of those that you're just like if i didn't know that wasn't real what the hell you you don't know who yeah. Is on TV. Yeah. Or anything like that. That's the spooky part about it. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of the the news, I thought it was a little bit weird that the last couple of weeks, the Southeast has just been getting destroyed with like all of these like tornadoes. crazy tornadoes, like yeah. weather war tornadoes. Nothing on the mainstream media. Everything is all about uh, Ukraine, Russia, and then Will Smith smacking some dude in the face, some, you know, pimp slap. Mm-hmm. Yes, fuck that guy. Fuck all those people. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I do got something to say to Chris Rock. Chris, what did the five fingers say to the face? Fuck your couch. Yeah. When I saw, I watched that happen. I was just like, dude, you're just gonna stand there. You were like in a movie with Jackie Chan, dude. Yeah. At least try a roundhouse. <laughs> At least try it. Yeah. Even if you forgot how to do it, you know, you come in a little low and you catch him in the kidney, you know? That's the thing is that whole thing. Was it fake? You think it's fake? I don't know. Cause sometimes you see those things and it looks like he's gearing up for it. It looked he's like he was the, pulling his, he's got the like, yeah, he clenched kinda, up face. And, and it looked like he kind of pulled the slap a little bit like he would in the movies. But then the reaction afterwards where he was like yelling. Yeah. He was like, that looked kind of real. But he's an actor. He won an, exactly. he won an Academy Award, people. So yeah. maybe it was for ratings. I don't know. Uh, well, I those I I love movies and I love watching movies and shit, but mm-hmm. all those people are the fucking worst human beings on the planet. Mm-hmm. The yeah. whole building should have collapsed on all of them because yeah. you shut up. Go and act for us. Go be a fucking actor. Yep. I don't want to hear your fucking opinions yep. on anything. Yep. Be the jester, son. Exactly. Yeah. I know. I think at minimum, uh, Chris Rock should have pulled the line from uh, Raging Bull, Jake Lamont. I never went down. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that oh, movie. Oh, never went down. <laughs> 
you know what I thought would have been even more funny? Like at the time, not that I, I didn't think about that. That was pretty funny. But at the time I was thinking what would have been hilarious is if he had just stood there and then whipped out his cell phone and then put it on speakerphone and called 911 <laughs> and been like, I have a, I have a, I have a battery to report. Will Smith, Will Smith smacked me in the face. This is Chris Rock. Because, you know, the dispatcher would have just hung up on him. <laughs> that would have been fucking Dude. awesome. Dude. That would have been funny. They offered to they, to see if he wanted to, like, press charges or something. I guess he said no. I'd have been all over that. Oh, yeah. In fact, as soon as Will Smith would have hit me, I would have hit the dirt with a broken neck. Yep. <laughs> I'm paralyzed. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to move my left arm again. Thanks for the priapism. Yeah, yeah. That's Ladies, code. That's code. His neck is broken. Wait, he came in here with that. <laughs> well, I saw him carrying around a pillow in the backstage. Uh, all right, we're off the rails. All right. Anything else? Um, on my way over, I just wanted to say, since we always say something about music at the beginning, mm. Suspect Device by uh, Stiff Little Fingers is an awesome song. Mm. Listen to that on repeat on the way over. The whole way? Yep. Noted. I ended up listening to Suffering the Loss after our last video, or podcast. Nice. And... I listened to um, Satisfaction as well. Fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. We got it. There's not one truth cast into stone. Only lies cast into flames. That is such a good song. And I love the under the knife. The under the knife version is way better. Mm. Yep. Uh, But I won't live my life under the knife. Hmm. Anyway. All right, well, we're going to jump into part two of CERN. And just to give you guys a heads up, um, this is probably going to get really weird, really strange. So we had a good run. Um, We're going to get a lot of unfollows this week because this episode is probably going to get kind of strange. And then we were talking about it. We may end up going into a third part on CERN because there's even weirder shit out there that we don't know if we'll get time to today so um we may end up with a part three depending on how fast i blather on um after it boots up there might be a few more episodes too yeah so. well there might not be anything or left that, that too black hole black hole black hole black hole so uh just gonna do a real quick recap from last week um on CERN part one, uh, just a reminder for maybe the people that didn't listen to it, didn't care to listen to it. We're talking about CERN, C E R N, the particle physics laboratory in Geneva, Switzerland. Um, they have a series of accelerators, a linear, or sorry, a, a large hadron collider, and then a series of detectors that are all linked together. And what they do is they smash heavy ions of lead together and make really 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 small particles like down to the smallest particle in known existence the higgs boson um i had a correction from last week uh my notes and my handwriting are terrible so i was calling it the uh one of the detectors the i think i said the lch6 or lhc6 um my little bees look like a six it was actually LHC little b so apologies to all of these scientists out there that are trying to hack in and listen to us they're definitely listening to this mm. they're trying to learn some things and <laughs> we're here to learn them interesting those guys are smart uh so yeah definitely it was uh LHC little b is one of the detectors so at this particle physics laboratory they are known for making antimatter antihydrogen the Higgs boson, and then also strangelets, which are uh, super highly explosive. I was able to find, um, it was the uh, June June of 2018 Entangled magazine uh, that I subscribed to that had talked about uh, strangelets being uh, highly explosive and heavy. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure that I cited that to them because 
the people that write that magazine are really, really smart. So, um, interesting, everything at CERN, everything that they make, I find very interesting that everything has anti before it, or, you know, they're breaking everything down to the smallest. It seems like everything is all about destruction and all antithetical to life. So it's all, you know, the opposite of like life, 180 degrees of that. Um, and then I wanted to cite a, uh, an article that I'd read real quick about the uh, massive gravitational pull that the CERN and the Large Hadron Collider has. Um, so I'm just going to read this real quick. The CERN Collider is composed of some 9,600 supermagnets, which are 100,000 times more powerful than the gravitational pull of the Earth. Wow. Sounds good. We should definitely be <laughs> using those. <laughs> Uh, they fire protons around a circular track at uh, almost speeds of light. The beam may rotate uh, up to 10 hours, traveling a distance more than 10 billion kilometers, enough to make it to the far reaches of our solar system and back again. Traveling just below the speed of light, the proton in the LHC will make 11,245 circuits every second, and you had already brought that up. So... But I thought that the magnets and the pull of the Earth was crazy, dude. Yeah, that is wild. 100,000 times more powerful than the gravitational pull of Earth. It also talked about how it generates extreme temperatures as well. So, I don't know. Seems... And so, those magnets, is it inside <clears throat> the the tube where it's making or where that that stuff is focused towards i can't tell because looking at how it's designed it almost looks like the magnets are on the outside mm -hmm. portion of it because when you look at the like this like a center cut of it there's like the beam ring which has um you know all the helium and the super cooled uh stuff to to because the protons are going so fast in mm -hmm. there that you know they probably just burn up or the thing would burn up so they're trying to cool those and that's another reason why they're down so far underground is what this article happened to say but it kind of almost looks like the magnets are encircling it and that's mm -hmm. what's like a it's like a force field of magnetry that are pushing those beams mm -hmm. but like i said but last week oh, if it's like focused in then i could see it not having an effect on you know outside of it mm -hmm. but keeping it trapped in Magnus. yeah yeah not just some but, regular or some random field yeah. where it's just kind of like it's fucking sucks it flat to the ground and yeah. everybody's squished out like yeah gravitron 300 yards <laughs> flat yeah <laughs> so um that's just a real quick recap of kind of what's going on out there and then um i found some interesting stuff on felix block it's I don't know if you pronounce it block, but it's B L O C H. So Blah. I'm gonna say it's block. Sounds good to me. Yeah, looks looks good to me too. <laughs> From all I can read. <laughs> um. So some so a quick little history that I found. I th I had I didn't know anything about who this dude was. Me either. Luke brought it up last week that the guy was uh, in instrumental in the very first part of the building CERN. He's the one that placed the cornerstone. Um, first, uh, like the foundation, foundation stone, stone yeah, yeah, into what looked like the black cube underground. So he was a Jewish scientist that fled Europe during Nazi takeover, you know, in the thirties. He before paperclip. Yeah. Okay. He ends up coming to the United States to work on a visa, like exchange science exchange. And he goes to California and works at Berkeley which is where the, that synchrotron was that you were mm. one of the synchrotrons yeah. that you were talking about. Yeah. So he works on that through the, um, through the forties, through the end of the war. And then during the late forties when the Manhattan project was going on, he's actually one of the scientists that's involved in the Manhattan project, hmm. which is interesting because that was all paperclip dudes. Yeah. And for the people that don't know what we've mentioned it a couple of times and I keep forgetting, but Operation Paperclip was a government military program where they essentially brought um, 
they gave amnesty to a bunch of the scientists and top top generals of the Third Reich and brought them to the United States. And I think some of them went to Russia too. Some of the ones that got captured went I'm to sure, Russia. I'm sure they went all over. And that was probably one of the reasons why we started the Cold War almost immediately because now we've got like, we're both fighting for the techno- technology, you know, uh, hierarchy or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. But so they bring a bunch of these dudes over and these guys help establish the agency. Basically all of our um, military intelligence, foreign intelligence, um, science, NASA, Fort Detrick, the bio, biological, all of the stuff that we have mm-hmm. as a quote superpower country came from the paperclip scientists. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's a really good book by Annie Jacobson called Operation Paperclip that I suggest everybody reads. She lines it out really, really well. In fact, you can go on YouTube, type it in the browser bar, Annie Jacobson and uh, Operation Paperclip. And she does a, like, I think it's about an hour breakdown of the book. And she's doing a speech um, at this library or wherever she was, you know, hosting the, her her book sale or something like that. And she's also got a couple other book, really good books like Surprise Kill Vanish, which is about the agency and their, their, uh, you know, little like black army thing that they got. Mm. It's, it's a really cool book. So, but uh, Operation Paperclip, I highly recommend. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, dude gets involved in the Manhattan project in late forties. And then he returns to Europe to start Stern in the early fifties. So I just thought that that was really strange because this thing is, you know, a collection. CERN is a collection of scientists and top researchers and, you know, deep pockets from all these countries. Mm-hmm. And this guy is brought over right after Manhattan and he's kind of the lead dude. Yeah. thought that was pretty wild. Then a couple weird uh, Geneva, Switzerland connections that we kind of looked into over the week. Um, I didn't know that Geneva was such a happening place, um, but apparently it's the headquarters for Red Cross, United Nations, World Health Organization, International Labor Organization, and the World Economic Forum. Got it all. Hmm. One stop shop. shop. (laughs) Yeah. It was the apple juice. That's what made me faster than you. I'll go with that. So I had um, heard, I can't remember what I was watching, but somebody mentioned um, that the World Economic Forum was founded in 1971 in Geneva. And since we were doing this um, series on CERN, I was like, hmm, I wonder what was going on. In 1971 at CERN, and that is the year that they first started um, colliding uh, protons, I think it was. Um, Hmm. So that was pretty, yeah, proton-on-proton collisions were first started in 1971. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Proton-on-proton, huh? But that was kind of as far as I went with that. It's like, huh, I wonder what was happening at that same time um, that's pretty heavy if you think about it though because mm-hmm. you look at what's been going on since 2019 with the whole covid thing and you know mm-hmm. just all of this weird stuff that's happening and then now you know they've been klaus schwab kind of came out in the last two years really pushing and he's a world economic forum guy pushing this great reset we only have a short window mm-hmm. and it's just ironic that they're they start up pretty much the same time that they're starting to do collisions mm-hmm. in this window they're talking about. It's yeah leading up to this time when they're going to start the collisions up again. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like I said, last week collisions should start somewhere in June and then they expect to be colliding at full power by November, but that could be earlier or it could be later depending on if, another weasel gets to him and chews through some shit. Yeah. (laughs) So, but yeah, that was really interesting. Um, I didn't realize that, uh, that was such a cool place. Geneva. Yeah. Yeah. Happening. Happening. Yeah. Totally badass. Anyway. So now we're going to kind of start getting into some of the 
it seems like overt occult symbolism that is surrounding CERN. Once you, like the OR guy, occult rejects guys talk about, have the eyes to see, you know, you know what you're looking for. You start to see these occult symbols everywhere, mm-hmm. media, um, entertainment, music, uh, art, government art. I mean, it's yeah. just everywhere. Yeah. So, um, I kind of thought it was interesting. I just wanted to recap uh, Sergio Bertolucci's statements, uh, just like an overview. I'm not going to quote him word for word, but essentially he had said that, you know, they believed they were going to, using the Large Hadron Collider, that they were going to open a doorway and it was going to be a short window that they would have, that this doorway would be open and something may come through it or we may send something through it and we don't know what's going to come back out of it type of uh, a statement. Mm -hmm. So keep that in the forefront of your mind as we kind of go through the next 45 minutes or so (laughs) or 35 minutes of this weird, bizarre shit. Um, So just kind of keep that in mind. One of the things that is super overt about, you know, we talk about they are, you know, anything that's life, they're antithetical to, to life, to matter. Like they're building or they're creating anti-hydrogen, anti-matter, you know, Higgs boson, boson, and all this weird stuff, strangelets. And then right in the center of their campus, they've got a statue, a bronze statue of Shiva the Destroyer mm-hmm. from India. Yep. What... I'll let you take it on that because you seem to know a little bit more about the Shiva. Right. So Shiva, um, just a little background. Um, She's, uh, he, there's like multiple iterations of Shiva. There's the male and the female. Do not gender it. Okay. Yep. You want to get us canceled? Yep. Well, that's what I'm trying to do. I already said the C word on here. (laughs) Yep. There's going to be warnings now, COVID warnings. Mm -hmm. Um, so Shiva, also known as the great God or Mahadeva, um, he's the controller of time and contains all time within him. So past, present and future. And, um, one of his responsibilities is destroying everything at the end of creation. Sick job. Yep. So, um, in Sanskrit, um, his name is Mahakala. Which mm. Mahakali, going back to Rain Chaos, that was oh, one of the yeah. songs. Um, and then again, he's uh, God of Destruction, Time, and the Arts. Um, he's also the Destroyer of Evil. Um, and he's the, kind of like the patron saint of yoga and meditation. And so listening to like, the occult rejects talking about um, meditation. That's a way to um, access these other dimensions. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of a interesting connection to all of that stuff. Um, then he did have four children. Um, had he had four arms too? Mm-hmm. Yep. He's saying they, they do show he has like iterations with four arms. You know. Um, Six, right? Yeah. Maybe. One um, arm gets tired of beating, the other one takes over. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Shit. Back in heat. Go away. Uh, Idiocracy is the best movie ever. Anyway. Um, and then, God, there was something else. Oh, um, so he also, he also has the third eye. Mm. And when that opens, you know, according to the... Um, literature um anything it sees it turns it to um ash so on that note if you look straight down the pipe of the lhc does that not look like an eyeball Mm -hmm. looking right back at you yep i see you and that turns everything into ash yeah well smaller than ash but but that was kind of what i had on um Shiva, and then again, as Jake mentioned, they've got the statue 
Um, I can't remember if it's in between building one and two or yeah, two and three or something yeah. like that. But what it looks like, and you can see, you can look at this picture on their website. It's looks like Shiva coming out of a portal. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That's... And he's also dancing on the back of a demon in the statue, which is, they say is the, is ignorance, right? I think, I think so. is what they said that he's dancing on the back of, of the demon ignorance. Mm. And I just thought that's interesting. And then he's got the ring around him with all the little fire eyeballs, mm-hmm. which if anybody listens to tool, it's the same eyeball shits that are on their albums. Mm. Yeah. Those dudes. There's a lot of shit with those guys yeah. too. They're incredibly talented, but there's a reason. Mm-hmm. I don't like Tool. Yeah, just throwing that out there. I used to be a big Tool fan, but now not so we much. Played, just played Tool. tool. Hmm? We I played know. Tool in high we school. We did. I was thinking about that the other day. We played the the talent show. Yeah. And in fact, I was thinking about things deconstructing and falling apart. <laughs> Remember that band that played right before us and they just fell apart on stage? <laughs> what one? The was it one the, that Derek was in. And the, they, the, they, were trying they played to, Inner Sandman? Yeah, and yeah. then they just like fell apart. And then at one point, the drummer was like running had around. A bra. The, yeah, he's like running around the drums. This is at a high school talent show. <laughs> and he's we're standing on the stage, side stage, getting ready to go on. We were the last ones. Yep, we were the last ones. We were closers. Headliners. Um, headliners. And... Uh, they start to play Inner Salmon, and Derek was a talented oh, guitar yeah. player. I mean, oh, totally. I, that dude was a wicked guitar yeah, player, um, total prodigy, and I mean, he could shred, and they just fell apart on stage, drummer dude, and awful. the drummer was awful, and then he starts running around the drum set, like, doing this, like, tribal yeah. dance, yeah, yeah. and he's not even playing the drums anymore, and, and Derek's still trying to play through the song, the singer's trying to sing, the bass player's all screwed up. The drummer's running around, just like randomly yeah. hitting cymbals and knocking his drum set over. And we were just standing there like in awe. We're like, what just happened? Yeah. These guys just <laughs> shit the bed. And then they came off the stage and their bass player was like, oh, I hope you guys do as bad as we did. And we were like, oh, no. And then we went out and crushed it. Yeah, we're the headliners, bitch. <laughs> it was like hitting the home run. Yeah. We hit a home run. People. I remember getting accolades in the hallway yeah, the next people day. People thought we were bad. People ass. had no idea who I was before that. But Asking for your autograph. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> Dude, that was, yeah. I, I was thinking about that during deconstruction. I was like, oh, yeah, when we played the talent show. We actually have that on VHS, too. Yes, we, we do have video of that. We played Tool Sober. Yep. I was playing that sick five string Samick. Yep. And I played the drums and nailed it. <laughs> we all basically. <laughs> Danny Carey might as well just quit, and I could just take over because <laughs> I'm that good, or was that good? Yeah, that was. You know, we were younger then. Yeah, so. yeah, seventeen. No big, no big deal. There no big was that deal. one black metal band. Remember those guys at Battle of the Bands? And they started. They had a song about John Nodvik. They did. Yep. It was the uh, first Crimson song. Rain? I can't remember the name. I just remember it was like the guitar player and the bass player had the corpse yeah. band on. And they, they looked at each other. Started in like three <laughs> bars into the first song. I'm like, oh. They're all looking at each other. <laughs> I remember that shit. <laughs> Completely stopped playing and looking around like, oh. <laughs> they got corpse paint on. And they're looking at each other like, what are you doing? I don't know. What are you doing? What? <laughs> I'm only laughing because I know that feeling. <laughs> looking so badass. Like, what? I put this corpse paint on for this? Yeah. Oh, I know the feeling. Oh, yep. Good times. Yep. Oh, all right. Anyway, we got way sidetracked there. So uh, back to Shiva. So anyway, uh, yeah, definitely got some destructive stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was kind of weird. Were you done on that part? Yep. Because... There's a video online that you can find where I believe it was the night before one of the CERN uh, colliders getting ready, the collider getting ready to fire up. And somebody had videotaped a satanic like ritual that was happening in front of the Shiva statue in front of those two buildings. And everybody's in dark robes 
and they're doing like not the cosmic destruction dance but they're like doing they're going through and doing you know what looks to be like some kind of a, a <clears throat> mass right mm-hmm. and at some point somebody said i don't know if i believe this but somebody said that there was like a human sacrifice involved and then that's when the camera person like screamed and turned off the camera and ran off and that's all there was because if you're filming you would do that if you're trying to right jesus christ and so i looked at i watched the video and it 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 did kind of look like there was some weird thing going on like a like a dark mass mm-hmm but I don't think that there was a human sacrifice or any type of a blood sacrifice or something like that. But it definitely was strange. I mean, it's it's in the middle of the night. It's going on in front of Shiva. Maybe it was completely staged. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That Sometimes I wonder if, you know, they have like that Shiva statue. Everybody starts with the theories about what's going on there and they just play into it yeah so, that's exactly just right. it's just like every band that it thinks they're fucking satanic guys. and it's yeah. just a it's just an image thing to and that's kind of what i was asking about with in regards to berlucci's statement last week like was he just you know being a wise guy and mm. kind of playing that up like it's some kind of like a you know inside science joke you know yeah. i don't know mm-hmm. but then i look at the other things that are going on with it and i think no nah, there's definitely something nefarious going on here now some of the theories that are i'm going to bring up today or at least one of them is pretty crazy um but I happen to believe that it's true. So mm-hmm. hiding in plain sight type of thing, because lots of people will think that yeah. same thing. And absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, and then another thing on one of the uh, occult symbolism stuff, there is a video on YouTube that you can, if you type in CERN and, you know, I, I can't remember what the, what the keywords were, but it was like CERN, um, opening ceremony or something like that you will get a five minute breakdown of a really really strange video of a grand opening where there's like these people that are dressed up like miners that are ripping their clothes off and they're walking up and like flying up on these um wires wires and shit and then there's like a beast that comes out and gives birth to another beast. And there's like all this weird orgy stuff like happening. And this sounds like a Guar concert. Yeah. It's, it's super strange, but that Pretty is not, was. there's a lot of confusion out there. That is not CERN's grand opening in 2016. That was the grand opening for the Gothard's base tunnel, which is like the English channel tunnel. It's a really, really long, uh, tunnel that goes under the, the mountain range there and it connects um northern and southern switzerland so if you see that watch it it's really strange it's very occult um but it is not cern that is not cern Mm -hmm. now i am gonna do a quick video breakdown of a video called symmetry that i will try my best to link this video in the description i don't know how to do that but i'm gonna try if for some reason this video link doesn't work, just go to YouTube and type in um, CERN, C-E-R-N, Symmetry. And it should come up. It's a minute and a half long. Uh, and it's a music video, dance video. Um, I've watched this thing a hundred times. I'm still trying to figure out how it has anything to do with science. Because it's just super occult. And so I'm going to do a quick video breakdown on that. Before I go into it, did you guys have anything that you wanted to um, jump on? Nope, I can do my stuff after this. Okay. Um, I, I wrote a lot of notes here. I'm, I'm going to just try to burn through these. I, I wrote down times, the timestamps here, and then kind of what's happening in the video that is occult referenced. Um and this is from my perspective. I'm going to let these guys jump in because they may have a different uh, uh, opinion on what maybe the, the occulting, you know, symbolism means. So at any point, just to kind of jump in here. So you'll start watching this video. The video is, like I said, it's about a minute and a half long. Um, it seems, to, oh, excuse me. That, <laughs> is that some throat noises? That was, uh, that was a minute, the apple juice. minute made fail. <laughs> 
never drinking that stuff again. You got two more. It even had 100% vitamin C added. That's what did it. I ain't getting scurvy. Vitamin COVID. Anyway. So this video happens to, it kind of like follows this CERN scientist. And then it's just really, really, really bizarre. And these, these things are happening that you'll see on the, on the uh, video are in real quick flashes. So you have to pause it. Subliminal. Yeah, it's very subliminal. You have to pause it or drag your finger across at the time so that you can see some of this stuff. But when you do that, I guarantee you're just going to be like, this has nothing to do with science. So you were scrubbing it. Steven, I was scrubbing it. Yep. So the video starts out um, and at 14 seconds, you're going to see this scientist kind of like He's looking at a piece of paper, and on this piece of paper, there's a bunch of shapes that are written down on the bottom of this piece of paper. And if you push push pause, these shapes are the shapes of sacred geometry. And the shapes, excuse me, sacred geometry is what opens and unlocks the doorway to divination. So that's very important. So you're going to see like the tetrahedron, you're going to see like these five or six like very key sacred geometry shapes and they're down at the bottom of this piece of paper and it's a real quick flash hit pause you'll see them uh and then at uh 24 seconds you're going to see these scientists standing on the top of a like some kind of a platform in the lhc so down in the large hadron collider in front of the alice detector and they start to do the cosmic uh destruction dance the shiva dance Hmm. and so this is also known as this i've read it as the dance of death i watched the worst 20 minute long video of the cosmic destruction dance and it was like from india and this guy that was doing the dance was wearing the worst makeup it was from like 1972 and it was super boring but there's a lot of information in it so check Hmm. that out so he wasn't hardcore dancing no, he was not. Pussy. Yeah. Um, and they kind of explain what he, there's a narrator that explains kind of like the, almost like yoga poses, like what he's doing. But anyway, so these, these scientists start to do this cosmic um, dance on top or in front of the Alice detector. There's five people in this dance. There's going to be four on the outside and then the main scientist is the guy in the middle. So they start to kind of the people on the outside are turning clockwise they're rotating clockwise in this dance and he's going counterclockwise in the dance and that's uh the symbolism of the lhc because it spins the protons counterclockwise and clockwise so that they can collide um the electrons and the ions and all that stuff the five dancers i think are the five elements of human dna and one of the elements of human dna is carbon 12 Interestingly enough, carbon-12 is made of six protons, six electrons, and six neutrons. Mm-hmm. Six, six, six. Six, six, six. So, and in Book of Rev, it talks about the uh, mark of the beast will be the number of a man and six, six, six. So, anyway, this dance is in front of the Alice detector, and this detector is important because it's the detector that's in, in charge of, like, detecting the uh, heavy ions of lead that are colliding. And that's the one that produces the strangelets. So the strangelets would be very important for the destruction or the explosive power for opening something, right? Like a Mm -hmm. portal. Um, Once again, these strangelets occur at powers over 10 tera electron volts. Um, And they probably need, some some scientists think that they need around 20 peta electron volts to be able to uh, knock off the nuclear force field to open that portal. Anyway, so in 28 seconds, you're going to see a figure in a black robe running their hands across the collider, um, almost in like a kind of a caressing motion. Wax on, wax off. Like a caressing motion. And and I believe this black robe, the black robe is a symbol of the dark arts, the sorcerer uh, from darkness comes light. Um, But the figure in, in the black robe throughout this video is almost like the guide or the teacher to the scientist, and, the, and in alchemy, the scientist would be the student, right? Mm-hmm. So very 
and then also in the mystery religions you would have the the apprentice learning from the master so it's like some star wars shit yeah sith lords and shit and then at 30 seconds uh you'll see the apprentice um and the scientists are sorry start uh sorry you'll start to see i wrote down several names for this dude but it's the basically the apprentice the scientist dude you see him falling in on the cosmic dance as the collider starts to kind of spin and then at 33 seconds this is the weirdest scene of the whole thing you see this guy running across a white sand playa desert towards this large ring drawn in the sand and this black robed figure and as this dude's running it's not like a normal run it's like this broken like choppy weird gait like he almost like kind of like he's like having like a seizure and running Mm -hmm. and it looks very zombie-esque like just he's all disheveled and he's like just running across this abyss Mm -hmm. this void trying to get to the uh the 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 teacher or sorcerer um and i took that as the physical was chasing or running to the spiritual trying to cross that abyss did you have anything to add on that? Oh, no, I think I think that's a pretty good breakdown so far. In 43 seconds, you're going to see the apprentice close his eyes, the scientist closes his eyes, and then at the same time, it cuts to the black-robed figure, and now you see that it's a female, and she closes her eyes. And I took that as that physical, spiritual connection, like that mind-to-mind communication or that state of oneness kind of like coming together, which they always talk about, the OR guys talk about, you know, starting to block things out and starting to focus that that attention on nothing so that you can get across that abyss mm-hmm. uh, nothing stopping you and at 46 seconds you just see this camera just kind of like spinning across this vast open empty void this white nothingness and it's just going towards this light on the horizon and that's that crossing the across to the spiritual that's that crossing the abyss which would be the void um 48 seconds into it, the apprentice closes his eyes. The teacher advisor with the black robe lifts up her right hand and starts reaching towards his chest. Um, and then in the physical portion of this, like it kind of cuts back to the, the scientist like starting the dance in the LHC tunnel. And he's like starting to spin uh, counterclockwise like he's unwinding, like he's tight and he's starting to unwind. Um and then there's a, sh- a shot at 56 seconds that shows his watch. And his watch is on his left hand, left-hand path, which maybe he's just a right-hand dude, but I'm not going that way today, folks. <laughs> left-hand path, right? Watch what you say. No reality here, <laughs> only conspiracy. Uh, anyway, okay. So then at 57 seconds, they focus on this watch and the watch starts to spin backwards. I, I watched this thing a hundred times and trying to get us to see where it was starting and where it was stopping. The best I could do was it spins backwards and it stops somewhere around 1.30 or one or 2.30. Um, but it's upside down. It's hard to tell. It's a little bit out of focus, but I don't know symbolism what 1.30 or 2.30 would mean. Maybe somebody out there that knows all that <laughs> occult stuff. Let me know. Interesting thing with the watch going backward. Um, I heard, I'm pretty sure it was on Occult Rejects. They were talking about the left-hand path where that got the name is from in those societies. Um, when you're going around the altar, you go counterclockwise. So your left hand oh. is towards the altar. Oh, interesting. So it's like working against nature. Yeah. And that's that's interesting because that they do that on the Kaaba, the black cube down in Mecca. Mm-hmm. They circle around that thing in a counterclockwise motion. And then if you look at the uh, black cube of Saturn or that hexagonal storm, the um, whatever crazy storm that's around it, mm-hmm. that purpley looking thing is also going counterclockwise. Hmm. But what happens if you're left-handed and you're so you're just unintentionally? Uh... Yeah, you're just bad. You're just yeah. bad. Mm, it's weird. Wrong-handed. Sorry, so, wife. <laughs> so, um, gone. <laughs> Out of here. Yep. Right when the right when the hand stops at like one thirty or two thirty on the video, the teacher or spiritual advisor 
pushes the scientist backwards. And I took that as the spiritual and the physical, uh, like almost deconnecting at this point. And at 58 seconds, the apprentice begins a cosmic dance in a circle in this white playa desert. So now he's doing this cosmic dance in the abyss. And the sand is very important for Ilmal Ramal, which is the science of the sand, which is very important for divination. Um, they call it Ilm, Ilm Al Ramal means science of the sand. Um, and it's that's divination. That's how a lot of these magicians communicated with, you know, the metaphysical world, you know, way back in antiquity. So it's very, very old school. Um, and then the circle that he's in, obviously the circle is a power, a strength, a symbol of, of strength and power. And he's at this point, he's dancing on the floor of the abyss. Um, at 101 in the office, it cuts and it shows a scientist in the office and he's behind a bunch of monitors and these monitor screens start to blur. The LHCs is like starting to rumble and shake. And it's almost like the scene from Star Wars where the Millennium Falcon's getting ready to go into hyperdrive, like all of these you know, words and things on the screen are starting to become these long light streaks. Like, uh, the opening, the, the portal is starting to open or he's getting ready to portal through and cross the abyss. Um, and then one Oh four, um, the, the teachers watching the apprentice do the cosmic dance in the circle of the sand in the abyss. Um, and it's kind of overlaid. I feel like for the Valley where CERN is, located is also there's a mountain range behind it it's in a it's in a large valley like a flat abyss mm -hmm. and i felt like that was just kind of symbolic for you know the circle that he's dancing in is he's dancing in the abyss mm -hmm. and he's also dancing in the actual lhc yeah so and then at 108 this gets, starts getting really weird um there's like this orgy of naked bodies with the student in the middle and i felt like that that was a nod to saturnalia um and Baal worship or Baal worship, the Saturn worship where like during, Baal. yeah, <laughs> that's A-A-L, not two L's. Um, but yeah, I felt like the, the orgy of bodies is like, goes right back to that Saturnalia when, you know, they were doing the Saturn, uh, you know, worship festivals in Rome it would just be mass or orgies in the streets. Mm -hmm. They did all this weird stuff where they would have like little kids join in and Jeez. that's where, yeah, that's where you get all that weird little kid pedo stuff. And so it's just super strange. But, um, anyway, so, uh, at a minute 15, you're going to see the student kind of step towards the apprentice or the, the lady in the black robe. And he kind of like falls through her or like pushes past or falls past her. Like she moves out of the way. And I don't know if that's just like how they cut it to make it look like in editing that he was falling through her or it was meant to be that he's falling past her. I don't know, but, um, he's falling past her. And I felt like that was the physical going into the spiritual and uh, transmuting through one another, almost like alchemy, you know, transmuting, mm -hmm. you know, the lead into gold or whatever. Um, and then at a minute 16, the LHC starts rumbling. The screen starts saying collision failed. And so that means the particles did not collide. No atoms were smashing. The But the LHC is continuing to circle. So I think that at that point, you're starting, symbolically, you would be opening the portal because the, the, the particles are not colliding now, right, and mm -hmm. creating anything. They're just generating power to open this doorway. Mm -hmm. Um, minute 18, the portal opens as these bodies start to kind of separate from one another. They're trying to like grab each other as they're being ripped apart and everything's starting to get sucked into this portal. Sounds like I'm making this up. Like I feel like a, like, like I'm, like I wrote a story here, but this mm -hmm. is a damn CERN music video. Yeah. A real thing. So <laughs> super strange. Um, and then, oh, sorry. I think that was the end of my notes uh, right there. But yeah, so at a minute 18, everybody's kind of getting sucked into this portal and then it just kind of ends. There's a hour long documentary out there that you can rent called Symmetry and they, they do a lot of stuff and this video is involved in that. Um, really weird. A lot of occult symbolism. I felt like in that video, I don't know what you guys think. Am I mm -hmm. taking crazy pills? 
I don't think so. I think it was... I I didn't watch it as closely as you did, for sure. So um, some of the stuff that you caught in there, it's like... Yeah. It wasn't like an accidental thing that they did. I, like, I, I, yeah, I keep watching it. It was intentionally done that way. Yeah. So. And I just kept watching it. And I'm like, what the F does this have to do with science? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like you guys showed this cosmic dance. You open a portal and then everything gets sucked into it. Mm-hmm. Wild dude, yeah. LA. Gear up, folks. Yeah. Yep. So, ah, man, we got about maybe ten minutes left, and then we're gonna have to probably pick up the rest on the next episode. Did you want to go into your stuff? Uh, what do you have now? Um, to be honest, I had uh, Nimrod's head is in the middle of the CERN LHC, <laughs> and they're gonna resurrect him through his DNA. So, okay, get um, weird. That might be a good spot to start the next one on yeah that the beer fucking yeah hit people with it right away <laughs> <laughs> just like a just that's just a will smith smack <laughs> bam <laughs> yeah i said it dude i said it nimrod's head is in the middle of the Seren lhc okay let's go to luke okay. cut to luke <laughs> um so there's a couple of things that i just wanted to touch on um that kind of in line with that music video things we've talked about in the previous shows and even going back to like our second episode with rain chaos because that was a killer episode dude the uh the lyrics for uh black dragon are all about opening or bringing up beasts from the abyss um and one of them like he he's calling out all of these I don't know if it's just like one seven-headed beast that you know we had texted about mm-hmm. or if it's you know different entities but um call, he's calling them out by name and what their kind of attribute is kind of like we had talked about with Shiva or all the fallen angels and What all did that. he say the name was? So he's got uh Lotan the seven-headed dragon, uh, Apep, the dragon of devouring darkness, Jormungand, um, lord of the poisonous sea. I wish we could play this in the background while yeah. we're doing this without um, being sued. Tiamat. Uh, He's dead. She's the... The anyway. estate. Oh, my <laughs> The queen of the formless deep, Leviathan, and uh, Typhon. The Lord of Dark Desires. Hmm. But, Desires. Yeah. Just reading the lyrics to that and then kind of applying it to what this is all about. It's like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, everything in that song could be, you know, like the Nephilim or it could be, you know, these other, you know, gods and all that stuff Beings. but how did did you say how many how many names were there um there was 6 plus the first line or the um black dragon so, so 7 i don't know if black dragon is the 6 or if it's okay 6 plus black dragon cuz i was just going to say in rev 13 it's a beast that comes out of the sea that has seven heads with 10 horns it has the feet of a bear, the body of a leopard, and then the mouth of a lion. Mm-hmm. And so, like the uh, the first one, uh, Lotan, Lotan, is a seven headed dragon. Mm. So, but it was just I listened to that album probably like forty times since we did that episode, mm-hmm. and I would just every time this one comes on, it's like. There's something else that mm-hmm. kind of... That's the one that hooked me on that album. Yep. <clears throat> but And then also in Dark Mother Divine, he talks about... Back to back. Um, on the opening album. up the pathway and all this kind of... But that was, uh, that, was that kind of stuff. And then maybe this other 
section would be better on the kind of the weird happenings. Yeah. Um, just to piggyback off of what you're saying on that stuff, did you guys pay attention to the Astro World Travis Scott stuff that happened in Houston back in November? A little bit. Not, I mean, I saw some videos, watched some stuff, listened to some stuff about it, but. Yeah, and I think OR did a breakdown on mm-hmm. it, right? That, like a bunch of people were doing breakdowns mm-hmm. on it. I found really interesting looking, like as soon as I saw a picture of the stage set up, mm-hmm. I immediately thought of CERN because have you, have you seen the pictures of it? I don't know if I've seen the pictures, but I've listened to it. So his, his stage is this gigantic black, it looks like a black inverted cross, you know, but that could be just for you know, logistical purposes to be able to come out into the crowd and then go side to side. So, I mean, I try not to look into too much of that, but I did listen to a couple Christian guys breaking it down. They're like, Oh, it's an inverted cross. And I was like, yeah, it is. But as a musician that's played stadium shows before with, (laughs) (laughs) with our former bands, (laughs) you gotta have that. Yeah, there's two the things. Crowd wants that, to see there's you. two things you have to have in order to be a professional musician of that caliber. <laughs> One is cordless patch cord, <laughs> and second is basically one of those run out stages. Yep, gotta have it. Yeah. So how can you do running knee slides to the crowd? You know. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. How can you do choreographed one side bass player, one side guitar player doing spinning? Uh, roundhouse kicks. Yeah. 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 So, especially out in the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, reminds me of those days when he was in Arizona and we were going to all the Tornanus shows and we were, <laughs> <laughs> we were like going out and like doing the hardcore dancing and we're like the only dudes there. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that they had that song, uh, If the Telephone Had Ears, Would It Still Ring? And it was like, a total grindcore song. It was like, Durr! and that was the. End. It was like a one, 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 like second song. And I remember the first uh, edit we did. I was like, man, if I could hear my voice, would I still talk? <laughs> oh shit! Maybe what we should do is we should pilot and pioneer the grindcore version of podcasts. Ooh, we'll just have sure, like yeah. the shortest podcast ever, like one second. Ten seconds. One yeah. word. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. So and back. Then, and then put in like some big description on what the podcast is. <laughs> yeah. So people have to read it. <laughs> what the shit was that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, See the webpage. <laughs> but anyway, so um, back to that Travis Scott thing. The Travis Scott uh so he had that giant whatever it looked like a potentially black inverted cross, which could have been intentional, could have been logistical. I don't know. Um, but the main thing that really, really reminded me of CERN is he starts behind this like uh, one dimensional, you know, kind of like prop background of a mountain range. And then in the middle of this mountain range is this gigantic circle, like a big mm-hmm. portal. And I was like, dude, that is CERN right there. Like he is coming out of the portal mm-hmm. and those mountains are the Jura mountains in Switzerland. That is, that is CERN, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and supposedly a bunch of people that were there felt all this crazy, weird, you know, like suffocating. Um, and you know, they're probably getting, I'm sure they were getting crushed by the crowd, but there was other people that said that they weren't being crushed by the crowd, but they were being suffocated. Mm-hmm. So, Subsonic weaponry. Yeah. Wah, 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 wah. But, yeah, so I just that thought... That sounded good. That Thanks. did. That was a good Thanks. sound effect. Yeah. Fuck you, Michael Winslow. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that that's what that reminded me of was... Travis Scott thing mm-hmm. reminded me of CERN, so I just yep. throw that in there. But. Well, um, I think that we pretty much maxed out uh, <laughs> the stuff on this episode because we're going to have to go into the really weird stuff on the next one which is uh the theory that they have nimrod's head which nimrod is a biblical figure um you know described in the old testament ancient mesopotamian mesopotamian king but supposedly they have his head or his skull in the middle of the lhc in the north uh area impact uh impact area and um 
they're going to try to uh, resurrect him using his DNA and biological teleportation. So we're going to get into that. And then also the uh, opening oh. the abyss. Or it could be Peter Steele's head. Yep, could be. <laughs> I still need to look up those videos where he's like talking about. Hey, I'm a fucking garbage <laughs> man here. All right, I play typo negative. I slid my beer bottle on my base. Hey. Yeah. Get old Peter Steele. This one's for you. Oh, my apple juice is gone. Anyway. All right, guys. Well, I guess we'll wrap this one up. You guys got any last words before we go into the next one? I don't think so. I got one. You should all be concerned. Oh, get it? CERN. We're coming back at you next week with another episode of CERN. Later. Oh, my God.